It's not how much money you make, but how much money you keep, how hard it works for you, and how many generations you keep it for. Robert Kiyosaki. Are you a business owner and would you love to be a sponsor for an episode on the Afrocentrist podcast? Then send us an email to theafrocentrist at gmail.com to get our affordable rates. However, note that our brand mention is not an endorsement of the brand or business. Hence, ensure to do your due diligence before engaging with any brand mentioned on the Afrocentrist podcast. Welcome to today's episode of the Afrocentrist podcast. My name is Ejiro Osakede and I'm delighted to be here again. On today's episode, we will be talking about investment. And to take us further in this discussion is my guest, Carol Dubey. Carol is a Zimbabwean mother of three. Her journey into becoming debt-free and building wealth has ignited a passion within her to help others along their financial journey. She holds an MENG degree in chemical engineering. She is a chartered chemical engineer and a member of the Chartered Institute of Chemical Engineers UK. She has over 10 years experience working in the oil and gas industry in the Middle East and Europe. In her spare time, she volunteers as a financial coach. So now let's just get into the topic of the day. All right, guys, welcome back. So I have with me here my guest, Carol Dubé. How are you, Carol Dubé? Well, I'm very well, thanks, Ijoro. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you so much. Thank you for availing yourself to be here today. You're most welcome. No problem. So we're talking, like, throughout the month of October, we're talking about personal finances, and so far we've covered... Uh, budgeting, saving, and then you know, managing debt. And today we're talking investment, right? So I was just, you know, checking around. So, okay, what is it? What exactly is investment? And Investopedia defines investment as an asset or item acquired with the goal of generating income or appreciation. An investment always concerns the outlay of some asset today that is time, money, or effort in hopes of a greater payoff in the future than what was originally put in. So my question or my first question to you is, to what extent must this payoff be to make an investment a good one? Um, just to take you back a little bit. So when you think mm. about what makes a good investment, um, you need to look at firstly, what suits you and what's, uh, what kind of investments are available to uh, achieve the goal that you have. So mm. what I mean is when you have money, you can... Um, you can choose to do a lot of things with it. You can loan it to your mm. friends. You can give it to the bank. There's things like schemes available, crowdfunding and stock market. And you need to check all those things and see which one you think is going to be the best to get your money back from. So mm. when it comes to, there's no, this is the best investment that you can get. Um, it's all about investing, sorry, taking the time to research the investment that you're getting into. Looking at mm. the trends, it has expected um, returns for that investment because every investment is different. And it also depends on your ability to take risk. Um, mm. The only downside is the higher the risk that you're going to take, the higher the return. But the downside of that is there's um, high chances that you could lose all your money. Your money. So mm. when you're looking at investments, really research. Um, don't just mm. give your money away 
without knowing where it's going. Um, you've worked mm. too hard to earn that money. So I'd say research the investment that you're getting into, research the trends mm. and the expected returns for that investment. Some return, some mm. investments have higher risk than others. However, mm. the higher the risk, the higher the return. The downside is that um, the bigger, there's more chance of you losing your money. So you really need mm. to be careful and beware uh, before you kind of get into high risk investments. Um, whatever mm. you decide to select, it's all about research. I'm, I'm a big fan of research. Take your time. Um, don't give your money away just like that. Know where it's going. Mm. You've worked very hard mm. to earn that money. If you're not sure about it, don't do it. Take your time, mm. learn about it, and then invest. If I hear you clearly, I hear you say that investment, there is no one size fit or, or one answer fit all for investment. The fact that this investment type worked for person A, even though the person is your friend, does not necessarily mean it might work for you. Am I correct? Yes, yes, exactly. Um, the most important thing is look at how much money you have to invest and what's available for what you have. Um, mm. And then look at the trends for different types of investment. For example, if you decide to do, let's say, um, real estate, a lot of people like real estate. So you're buying mm. um, a house and renting it out and you earn money. Um, I've seen uh, some people guide, let's say, 10% return on um, rentals for real estate. Uh, this mm. depends a lot on how much, for example, a lot of people do real estate, which is great. Um, you get an asset and uh, you get a monthly um, rental return from it. Uh, numbers mm. I've seen for real estate are about 10% return. So your rental versus um, how much you bought the property for. And this has a lot to do with um, how much you bought the property for in the first place. Um, mm. You need to get that property at a very cheap price for the area so that you can maximize the rental return that you get on it. And the, also mm. the good thing about real estate is as time goes on, the cash value of the house or the flat will also gain as you go. Appreciate. Yes. Mm, yes. Mm, and then for people who are willing to get into the stock market, uh, general numbers I've seen are about 11 to no, 10 to 11%, which is based mm. on, what, I don't know if you know about the S and P 500, which is a good benchmark. Mm. So if you're looking for yeah. investment in stock market, you're looking for uh, funds that will give you more than, 11% to make them good in that area. Oh, per annum, yeah? Yes. Uh, over, oh. I think I would, uh, most people recommend uh, 10, 20 years. Oh, the 10 to 11% is over a period of 10 to 20 years? Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a long-term investment. We're not looking at mm -hmm. uh, um, <laughs> one-year thing. This is not one-year turnaround. I mean, one-year mm. turnarounds are available for high-risk investments. So like you were saying that um, the, the stock um, investment, like it's a long-term investment, right? So yeah. that means when you want high returns, the higher returns is um, tied to higher risk of investment, right? Yes. If I, okay, if um, I understand it. Okay, fantastic. So, I mean, All right. this uh, S&P 500 I'm talking about, it is um, mm. an index of the best performing 500 companies in America. Um, so oh, they, okay. so they, on average, over this, since this um, um, market has been going on in 1926, right? They have averaged between 10 to 11 percent per year growth. But this is an average mm. member. So some years are good, some years are bad. 
So um, that's why you need to leave it there for a long time for you to get your returns. Oh, I see. Hmm. That means you have to start early too. <laughs> exactly, yes. Time is your friend. Time is your friend. Hmm. If you're young, start today. If you're old, yeah. start today. <laughs> <laughs> well so if you don't be if you're not the one to enjoy it you have your next of kin right <laughs> true true very true all right so what are some misconceptions about investment you know that leads people to making bad investment decisions you know it's those um the get rich quick schemes so those mm, people that promise you uh, give me a hundred dollars i'll make it into ten thousand uh, if the guy can make $100 into 10000 why is he not doing it himself? Why does he need mm, your $100? Why does he need your wow. $100? Um, mm. So if it's too good to be tree, true, then it usually is too good to be true. But is that is that always the rule? Like, are there no exceptions when it feels like it's too good to be true? I say this because I've heard of somebody who... Um, at the time he, he got into real estate business, um, it was just somebody who had a land um, in a particular location and has had this land for so long, but he was not in that locality again. So he left that locality for a long time and just wanted to sell off those properties. Now, at that time, he wanted to sell it off. He didn't really um, look around or research to know what the pricing for that area was as at the time he was ready to sell. So he still sold based on um, the price he got it, right? He just made his own profit on it. But unknown to him was that that season, that area had appreciated a lot. So for the person, for the real estate guy who bought those lands off him and sold at the current rates, it, was, it felt like it was too good to be true. <laughs> so is this an, ex you understand, you get what I'm saying, right? It felt like, wow, are you serious? This person is, is like throwing mm -hmm. this um, land away, right? But mm -hmm. that was the beginning of this other person's um, um, real estate business. So would mm -hmm. you say that it is always an exception or it is always a rule that when it's too good to be true, they'll run away from it? Or, I mean, could it just be, could there just be some exceptions sometimes? Do your research. That's what I'd always recommend. Um, mm. So this guy, I'm sure he'd had to check the papers for this land, make sure it was genuine and all those sort of things before he actually purchased it. Um, so, I mean, mm. those deals are available. Like, for example, if you stick to real estate, deals are available. There's times when people mm. sell properties in crisis and uh, the yeah, prices are much cheaper than normal. Um, so yeah. those deals are available. But it just doesn't mean that um, if you see something that's very cheap, you just immediately buy without opening your eyes. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, they're available. Good deals are available. But just don't walk in there blindly. <laughs> hmm. yeah, don't, don't be blind. <laughs> don't be blind. <laughs> and don't let the fact that it feels like, oh, my God, it's too good to be true. Just jump on it. Hmm. Yes, exactly. It it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take some time. Take a deep breath. Sleep over it. And really think about it. Hmm. Hmm. Never be in a hurry to invest. Is that it? Yes, yes, yes. But um, then when you talk about that, I mean, if you put it that way, right? It feels like, <laughs> I mean, but something like stock, you, you, you don't have time to think. <laughs> Especially if you're trading, if you're trading live. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not trading live is a no, no for me. I don't trade live. <laughs> I'm, trading, trading is like in, out, in, out. Those things for me. It's not, it's not, 
I wouldn't recommend the risk it. to your health is even higher than the <laughs> than the risk to the investment, right? <laughs> All right. Um, so I'll just ask this, and before we round it off, like with the effect of the pandemic, you know, hitting many unexpectedly, what are some good personal investment decisions that people should start taking, or at least you know consider, you know, considering the fact that the economies are like really, really wavy right now, you know, what, what sort of investment or what sort of um, investment area should people start looking at on a personal level, right? Uh, before um, you think about investment, take some time to get your personal finances in order and keep them in order. So what I mean is get mm-hmm. yourself out of debt, have an emergency fund, and then start investing. You don't want those things mm-hmm. to come and steal your investment. Um, mm-hmm. But if you have cash already and you're ready to go for it, everything's on sale. This uh, current uh, climate, a lot of people are selling things, so you can get very good deals. Have a look at the stock market and real estate and uh, be intentional Mm. and have a reason why your investment and have a goal. I think the bottom line (laughs) is having a goal. There's no point in just aiming. I've been waiting for that one for so long. (laughs) (laughs) Because that is one recurring factor all through this series. Everybody who has come on this program within this period has spoken about having a goal, whether you want to set a budget, whether you want to save, whether you want to manage your debt, and now whether you want to invest, you've got to have a goal. Exactly. hundred uh, percent. I agree. And uh, I, I see that you are also, you also, you know, offer financial coaching for people. You volunteer as a financial coach. Like if, if anybody wanted to reach out to you, do you have opportunities to meet with people? Do you meet with clients one-on-one or how, how does that work? Uh, I'll give you my personal email address. If anybody wants to have a chat, I'm quite happy to uh, share all I have and hopefully um, get you going on this journey. Um, the other thing I forgot to mention is that investments don't have to be complicated. There's a lot of people out hmm. there, uh, Warren Buffet, please Google him. Jim Boogerhead, please Google him. Andrew Hallam, Google those people and have a look. And uh, Dave Ramsey, Google them. And they all say investments don't have to be complicated. They're simple. So keep it simple. Mm. Yeah. And simple with what would simple look like? If I may just, just dissect it for anybody listening. What would simple look like? Okay. I've got something from uh, Warren Buffet. And uh, he, and even Andrew Hallam's um, something similar. They talk about um, couch potato investment. So this is um, 90% in the stock market. Warren Buffet says, if you can't pick anything in the stock market, just pick the S&P 500 fund, 90%, and then 10% cash in the short-term government bonds. That's very simple. (laughs) Only Mm, two things you're looking at. Obviously, the complication is you have to set up an account so that you can buy these um, funds. Okay. Mm. But simple was just picking the easiest one to manage, right? Yeah, you don't have to. Once you buy them, they'll just grow. You don't have to money. You put your money in so there. You don't have once. to do anything. Just no. put your money in there and just go go relax. Yes, yes. And then after but a year, you have to, yeah, to be willing to leave it for a long time. Or, so I'm no. saying for those type of investment, it means that you just invest your money in them and you just let it go. Like you, you leave it for a while. Yes, we're talking about 10 to 20 years. Remember when you're buying, when you're in the stock market and buying things like mutual funds, you are buying a slice of a company. There's no way you're going to own a company for three weeks and then sell it. 
<laughs> you know, I like that. <laughs> so if you're buying something from the S&P 500, the top 500 companies in America, you're not going to buy them for a month and then leave it or, or in and out and buying. You buy it, then you keep it and let it grow, let it grow, let it grow. And then you can cash it after some time, at least 10 years. Mm. That's the recommended uh, amount of time. Okay. So guys, you've heard it. Go find out what the S&P 500, you know, is about and see how you can plug in to that, especially on the personal notes, you know, in investing personally after you must have put your financial, you know, situations together, ensure that you have a budget, ensure you're saving, ensure that you do not have any debts, or if you do, ensure that your debts are being taken care of. And then the excesses that you have now, start thinking of how to multiply them by investing. And um, Carol here has mentioned that you can invest in the S&P 500, which is easy to manage, not that complicated, maybe not easy, but simple. That's the word she used. So I hope that you've been able to learn a thing or two about investments today. If you have any questions or you have any contributions, please send us an email to theafrocentrist at gmail.com. And also Carol has um, volunteered to Give us her personal email address so that if you need to ask her some personal questions regarding investment, she's willing to give you some time to look through it with you and advise you accordingly. So thank you for being with us again today. Until next week when we come your way again, do remain amazing. Thank you, Carol, for you know being here today. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Bye. Now to the current affairs segment. The Central Bank of Kenya, CBK, on Wednesday, 20th October, opened an ultra-modern cash-clearing unit in Kisi to cater to financial needs of the wider Inyanza and Kisi region. Read more about this on kenyanwallstreet.com. According to the research data analyzed and published by StockApps.com, Alibaba Stock, also known as Baba Stock, has grown 81.70% over the 12-month period ended October 19, 2020. Also, its shares price has an impressive year-to-date performance of 44.89%. A report from Macro Trends reveals that the e-commerce giant posted a higher net income to stockholders' margin than Amazon in 2019. While Amazon's margin was 4.1%, Alibaba's margin was 34.87%. Find out more on MiddleEastBusiness.org. All right, that will be all that we can take today. Until I come your way again next week, think investment. Bye-bye.